Welcome to the Alien Probe Podcast. It's October 1st, 2022. I'm Doug, and joined today is Corey. How's it going, Corey? It's going good. How are you doing, Doug? Good, good. Welcome. So, Corey and I, we work together, and uh, one of the people we work with, I divulged that I had a podcast. Now, I'm always concerned when I do these things at work, or talk about the podcast at work, that people are going to think that I'm a crackpot. And I kind of am anyway, but I mean, it's okay, because I realize it. So, um, you know, so um, at work... uh, Bonnie said, we well, got to talk to Corey. He's really interested in that stuff, you know, and I saw some of the stuff you had at your desk. And so um, what what was it that you got you interested in uh, in UFOs and extraterrestrials? Oh, geez. Um, it, it was really, I mean, from an early age, I think I want to say it was the show in search of that got me kind of started oh, yeah. on it. Yeah, the I one with that. Uh, Leonard Nimoy that used to, yeah, used to do that. So that was the one. I remember watching that as a kid. Um, and then there was probably some, you know, like PBS random shows and things like that. Um, and then it just kind of grew from there. And it really was from that point of, I've just, it's kind of a hobby, but um, it's just, it's always been in the background for me. So, you know, it kind of, goes in cycles where, you know, it'll come around and, you know, things will happen and then it kind of goes away. But I've been reading, you know, read a lot of books over the years, watch documentaries and things like that. So, um, yeah, it's just been something that uh, I've always kind of had an interest in. Did you know about the show before you met me? Did you run across it? Or you, we had to find it, I know, on YouTube. It was yeah. hard to find before. Yeah, so I did, I, I saw the podcast version of it, or heard the podcast right. version of it, yeah, so... Um, I can't remember how many I listened to. I think I uh, found you a couple times and just before you knew. Yeah, before I knew who before it was, I came which is along because I'm new. I'm newer at the right. Where we work. Yeah, which is interesting because I've known you for a long time. Yeah. So when I found <laughs> out that that's who you were, you know, and I was like, oh, okay, that's cool, and I had no idea. So that's that's pretty interesting. Yeah, we're we're Bill and I are having a really good time. Like I said, I've got you've heard where you know my a couple of my sons have come on. Robert, who mm-hmm. by the way, everybody, Robert is going to Vietnam. He's got a layover right. He's in. Um, let me see. He's not in Thailand. Where did I say he was? He's in. Um, he's he's got a layover somewhere in the Far East. So um, he'll be in Vietnam within the day. So it's um, he's doing that. So. Um, but do you believe in, um, do you believe in UFOs? I mean, we haven't put our hands on something we've talked about. Right. What's your level of belief in the subject? Um, yeah, absolutely. I think that, uh, I I think it's really interesting because it's, um, there's obviously something going on. Um, either, either it's real or it's the largest like mass psychosis in human history. So um, I, I do believe it's a real phenomenon. I don't think that we understand it yet. Um, I think that uh, there could be all kinds of different things that, um, you know, that, that these things could be, where they could be from. Um, so, yeah, I, I do believe. Um, and, I'm, and I'm kind of a, in, the, in most cases, I usually, I want to see the evidence. And, you know, this, so there's a little bit of a faith involved with this this subject, I think, because then the lack of actual physical evidence besides, you know, the firsthand testimony and things like that, um, uh, it's it's tough to, you know, kind of stay on track and try to keep up with things and have, you know, keep the, the I don't want to say the faith, but the, um, the, 
belief level. The belief, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's just, uh, you know, like I said, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of pictures and video, and it's really hard these days because it's so easy that anybody in there, you know, can have a, they can have a program that they can, you know, falsify an image or, yeah, uh, or a video or something like that. So, but you know, if you are going back into like the 1950s and 40s and even 30s and even before that, you know, obviously there was something going on. So I think there's a long enough. Uh, a longevity, longevity of evidence and of people that have seen enough, you know, to to justify that this is an actual phenomenon that's real. Yeah, so it's well, hopefully that answered your question. Yeah, <laughs> no, that was, no, that covers yeah. it. So, what Bill and I do, and you've listened to most of the episodes by mm-hmm. now, I think. Um, what we're trying to figure out what is now we've just went through as you know the show. Roswell, the final verdict that you intro to, because Bill's like, I didn't like it. Yeah. And then I said, I'm like, okay, I'm going to, well, you were insistent. Yeah. And <laughs> as we went through it, and I'm glad you did that because mm-hmm. we went through it and we reviewed, they did the AI thing and everything, which I don't know about, you know, how mm-hmm. the level of, you know, um, proof that is but um what i liked about it is it did the chronological order of roswell Mm -hmm. um from the beginning all the way till you know what we you know where it went with the government we don't really know right where's the stuff we've talked about with um you know where's the where's the uh where where's the proof where's the where's the where's the beans where's the Where's this craft? Two had two craft, or mm-hmm. the debris from one craft and the other craft that was um, pretty much almost whole, as well as right. it was described, or, or, right or several of them. If you, yeah. yeah. So I've late. I don't know if I told you, but I discussed with Bill. I go. I think they destroyed. It. I think the government destroyed it. I mm-hmm. think they just they were fearful. That's the only way, and that's what the government does. They just they. I know everybody's like ah, not everybody. People are like, you know, yeah, it's in a warehouse somewhere. And that I, I yeah. really lived that belief for a long time. But now I, as we wade through what the government does and how they're trying to cover things up, there's mm-hmm. really, they did the, as much reverse engineering as they could get out. I mean, we probably, we never could figure out the propulsion system. I mean, I don't think. Right. Um, and they may have that part somewhere, mm-hmm. but I think for the most part, it's not in a, crate wooden crate marked with some number in and i always say wright patterson air force base bill disagrees he says no it's not wright Patterson. we don't know where it is i mean i just use wright patterson yeah i Um, I think it was there at one point um yeah yeah i think it ended up there or sent there but sorry go ahead no no you go ahead you can so yeah it was Mm -hmm. so yeah this you can go back and forth and interject Mm -hmm. at any time so um, I feel they destroyed it and they kept some of it somewhere, maybe. But I think the aliens have been, uh, I don't think they're around. I think they got what they could get out of them. They, is there any reason to keep them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they probably incinerated them, you know, and they're, they're, why keep that around? Yeah. And, you know, of course, my other theory, my, my pet theory is that the uh, extra tempestorals, mm-hmm. I think that's the word. They come. I don't think these were though. I mean, as they're described, unless we really, for those that are listening for the first time and haven't heard me spout off about this, is that they're from hundred, not hundred years, not mm-hmm. hundred thousand. I think hundreds of thousands of years in the future. Right. And that we have evolved to a point where 
we've changed. And we change as Bill and I go back and forth on this. Um, you know, I suggest in the recent, if you look at people now, how much we've changed just in our gen- couple of generations. I know mm-hmm. my dad, I don't know about your dad, my dad had, had really hairy arms. You know what okay. I mean? And it's <laughs> yeah. kind of like, I'm adopted, but I'm just trying, as an event, because like, look, you don't have, you know, mm-hmm. unless you shave, no, you don't no. have that much hair on your yeah. arm. So mm-hmm. we're changing. Hairless Abe. I think we're changing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're, we're seeing this to even ever so slightly. So what's going to, you know, and what are we, you know, 100,000 years ago, what are 200,000 years mm-hmm. ago, 300,000 years ago, how we've changed right. to yeah, this yeah. point. Yeah, absolutely. And we, we've talked about, so I'm like a huge high, uh, sci-fi f- uh, fan. So I pretty much, you know, watched everything from, you know, Star Wars, Star Trek, all the, the, the kind of usual suspects. But the show, The Expanse, which I know we've talked about before, one of the interesting things about that to me is, and I know the books go more into it, but you've got people living on Earth, you've got people living on Mars, you've got people living in the asteroid belt. All three of those people have developed dif- different physical attributes based on their environment. So you can see in real time, and this is like, you're not talking a million years, 100,000 years, 100 years. Yeah. You're talking 10 to 15 years. If you had a child on Mars, that child would probably not, or at least struggle to come back to Earth to survive or exist. Do they look any different? Like, do they well, get heavier or Lower slight? gravity, so you don't have gravity pushing down on you all the time. So right. they're going to be taller. So the belters, like they call in the show, is they're they're tall they're like all of them are six foot plus you know there's the average height is like six five or something like that but they can't go back to earth so they have to have to you know have to have some special suit or something like that so just to kind of what you're talking about i I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that that's you know uh, a a possibility i don't think it explains all of them um i think that you know there's multiple species that are you know visiting possibly you know they talked about the intergalactic alliance you know i'm not sure if i believe in that part of it my mom she listens to this she'll she'll probably wince right now but but yeah so i think and then um uh going back to the you know what you're talking about with roswell i i can't imagine that they destroyed that evidence um i could see i could see why they would you know they could probably glean everything they can from it like the biological material like you were talking about so i can see them doing that and you know probably preserving that would probably be you know difficult after a certain amount of time but i think the i what I think, and this is just kind of my theory it's on it. It's a big bottle of formaldehyde, man. It could be done. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Gigantic yeah, I'm sure. Bottle of formaldehyde. They, yeah, they, they probably but, put it in. Uh, you know, Darwin and all that. Uh, what did they do to Han Solo, the carbonite? I'm sure they probably got something <laughs> like that, you know. So, um, but I think that, I think the United States is kind of a unique entity in the way that the government uh, interacts with the private industry. So what I, I think, and I've just been thinking about this, you know, since we've been talking about it recently, I think that what they possibly did was they piecemealed it out, you know, like, and let's just say for an example, Robert Bigelow, right? So they took this memory metal to him and they said, Hey, we've got this material. We want you to analyze it, try to duplicate it. We're going to give you $20 million to figure this out. So that's one part. And then you've got the, you know, whatever the fiber optics that they had or whatever material they're going to give to another company. So whatever that company, aerospace is going to work within the aerospace stuff. And then, you know, so I think I think it was more so like that. And that allows them to not have a, a trail. They got these black, you know, projects or whatever. So there's no trail to kind of go back. They can say, well, yeah, we gave them 20 million because we're trying to make a, 
a metal that can heal itself, you know, which is going to benefit everybody, you know, not just the aerospace industry. Right. So, um, yeah, that's kind of my, my, my thoughts on that a little bit. Yeah. And then there's the other theory that, you know, we brought everything to area 51, you right. know, which is, you know, when we discussed the Bob Lazar thing, yep. whether or not we know Lazar only really worked at area 51 for a couple of weeks. Cause yeah. that's the only proof he's been able to give to us with his, mm-hmm. the EG and G pay stub that he mm-hmm. had. Which was the the pairing, which is today still the uh, has something to do with um, the reverse engineering aspect of yeah the the and he said he saw I think five you mm-hmm. know five uh, of the spacecraft. You see, did I show you my model? I've got the Lazar model. That's oh, the yeah, one. Yeah. He, I got that same one. Did you build yours? I didn't. Where you keep it to no. see how much? Uh, I think I paid two hundred bucks for that. Did you? I bought mine back in nineteen ninety. Three, I think. Yeah. Um, so I did, bought it when it was. Still does yours out. have the alien? Yeah. There's yeah. an alien. I don't it's, know if mine. And the that, parts are loose. Yeah. But yeah, it's that's funny. I got that one, and then I got the Roswell one, which I meant to bring to show you. But um, oh, you should. Yeah, I'll bring it to work and to show work. you. Yeah. Check it out. Um, yeah, he he's an interesting one. I mean, it, it's just so. Uh, uh, it's. If, to me, there's all. I, I've always believed in that story. Um, I think that. Um, there's just, I mean, there's, there's so much evidence to corroborate the fact that he, you know, that he did the things that he did, but on the other hand, there's also enough to, to kind of, uh, you know, to, to, to prove that he did, I don't think that he did what he did, you know, and there's people that have come out recently, Chris Mellon came out and said that, uh, he believes that Lazar was working somewhere there, you know, that's why he has the proof, but he wasn't necessarily working in, in that project or, that's what um, I think Bill was saying yeah, too. That so, he was a radiation expert and he right. would test, but he could but, see he had access to different areas. Yeah, in, in yeah. S four on off the right in the base, but in different areas. Yeah, but on the other hand, then you've got uh, you know George Knapp who was trying to get information, and he was just as he you know as he put it, he said he got tired of getting dicked around basically. Yeah, you know, like every time you try to look into something or get information, they would basically, you know, uh, send them on a wild goose chase or not, you know, give them the information or say, I'll get back to you. So I think there's uh, uh, it's, it's a it's a strange one. That and Roswell. Roswell's kind of I mean, Roswell's a little bit more, I think, because there's just so much uh, firsthand testimony you yeah. know, in the lack of physical evidence. I think there's so much, uh, you know, and, the, and these people just really I don't I don't think they would have had anything to benefit from it. You know, there's really no, um, I, I'm sure, you know, people have written books over the years and things like that, but you know, the, the woman, you know, sitting out that was, uh, that knew, uh, Mac Brazel, you know, yeah. in the middle of nowhere, you know, she's just telling a story of what she heard and then, you know, what kind of happened around those events, you know, so there's really no, uh, reason to, to doubt that story, I guess, you know, I mean, it's, well, she, you know, it's the AI says it's true, but it's true yeah. based on what it's true because she believed what she heard somebody tells her a story yeah i heard the story she tells the story well yeah it's true she did hear that and she but she did that's not first-hand testimony who i do believe is you know um the uh um who is the the jesse marcel yeah that's the one that they did the test on that um that's the one they did the test on that proved true as he told his story, mm-hmm. you know, and he was the thing about people in the world from the World War Two era. They don't bullshit around, mm-hmm. you know, they typically, you know, we have ethics, 
much more than they have today. Today, yeah. it's telling a lie today is isn't even viewed upon by many people. I, I don't like it. Right. But it, it's like... Just a, it's a reality of our It's a reality society, of our... Yeah. But back then, it's less likely that mm-hmm. people are going to come out, especially in something like this. If he was making up that story, I mean, he was slammed. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was basically slammed by the government, you yeah. know, and said it was a weather balloon, which is, I think that's total bullshit. I mean, I, my feeling is that he's telling the truth. Something's there. Mm-hmm. We found some. Whatever they did with it, I don't know. The fact that we haven't found it doesn't mean it doesn't exist or right. didn't. Yeah, um, but he's very credible. He's you know here here he is the you know the head of the uh, the you know the only bomb you know bomber wing yeah. in the world really at the time. You know, so he he's he's has access to the most sensitive of sensitive material. Um, and also another thing, going back to what you just said, also people trusted the government, you know, they trusted the military, you know, they just, they just saved the world, you know, so everybody was, you know, they were like yeah. heroes and so, but yeah, with Marcel, his is, uh, the most interesting to me because there's just, there's just no way that I, I don't think he could have mistaken that material. The only thing, and I've told you this before, which I thought was interesting. I saw that, um, somebody had found a, uh, a, a it was so during the war when they were, um, you know, uh, like materials were in, were scarce. Yeah. And so they were um, they would use things they wouldn't normally use. So there was a piece of tape that had some kind of interesting symbolism on it. And I saw it on a piece of balsa wood and it looked a lot like the I-beam that. Oh, the uh, I-beam that, thing yeah, that, that with the Marcel symbols on it. Talked about. Yeah. yeah. And so it's little things like that. You see that and you're just like, ah, you know, it just kind of, you know, like chip away at me. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. Um, but you know, but the, but that stuff is out there, so you got to really kind of, you know, look at the evidence and things like that. But I, but I still don't think that that, you know, explains the characteristics of the material that they found and the amount of it. For one, I mean, even if it's a balloon, you know, the balloon itself is going to spread out through a, you know, a pretty big area. But to have, you know, two large areas well, with debris balloons or don't craft, get torn to sh- tight, tight. I mean, they're describing just pieces, you right. know. For, Literally four inches by four inches. There's yeah. no recognizable piece of material uh, mm-hmm. engine. I mean, with that wouldn't be on a balloon, but there's no recognizable material. It's just unfathomable that somebody mm-hmm. would go in and not realize that that was, you know, a balloon. It right. was. You know, it's yeah. cra- it's insane. E- even know? with the little electronic suite that they say was attached to Project Mogul, you know, yeah. whichever it was, it's like it's still not going to explain, you know, the amount of. Um, and so that, you know, on top of what, you know, Brazel and everybody that they said when they saw that actually saw that 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 first debris field. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just it's just hard to believe that that's anything else, you know, but but again, there's no physical evidence. You know, I, I was hoping by this time I was thinking like, you know. 50 years ago or not 50 or you know 20 years ago that somebody would have came out and said hey i got a piece of this yeah you know or i you know my cousin or uncle, I was waiting for. yeah squirreled it away <laughs> or something like that you know and then you get the whole the alien autopsies you know which... now you said they have a piece in the roswell museum yes did no, you mention that i think bill did bill say have, that? yeah it might have been bill that said that i can't remember i don't did remember you go there i did yeah i don't remember seeing an actual Robert didn't mention it either, but I know it's just something that's hidden away. It's in the yeah. back. And this was probably maybe like 10 or, you know, maybe 11 years ago that, I, that I've ended up going out there. So yeah. um, there's a lot of stuff in there, but I don't know if there, if it's that, that UFO rock they found. Have you seen the Roswell rock? It's got the 
kind of weird symbolism on it that I guess that was found out by the crash site or something. Mm, yeah, I didn't see that. Um, I'll have to send it to you. But um, yeah, it's if they do, then what is it? <laughs> you know, yeah. like where's the? I haven't looked into it, but I'll have to. I'll have yeah, to look where's into the it, find proof? Out. Yeah, right, really. Yeah, but you know, Lazar, I don't know Bigelow. You know, he worked with Bigelow. He's just kind of a squirrel to me. I don't know. He's mm-hmm. worked Bigelow funded him for his uh, for his lab, and then Lazar ended up doing this weird side business with furniture yeah and so bigelow caught wind of it because somebody that worked with uh lazar ratted him out to Bigelow. he's got you know they got a lot of furniture in the back mm-hmm. and so they you know and he ran a brothel and he's i mean you gotta do what you gotta do to make money i mean yeah i mean it's but george knapp said he's a weird dude yeah he's, you know i i mean when you hear that story though you know when you did the rogan mm-hmm. and jeremy corbell is yeah that, that guy yeah and I don't know if you've heard that interview. Have you heard that that mm-hmm. one? And yeah. that that's where I first said, this guy's believable, man. Mm-hmm. And he's had the same story since the 80s. Yeah. And this is, I'd play it, you know, I'd go, you know, my friends and I, and we'd go in somewhere and I'd play it. And mm-hmm. man, this dude is for real, you know. Yeah, he's for real, but I don't think he did what he, I don't think he embellished the story. Maybe we should put the A on his face. He, we, you know, he embellished the story. Yeah. Um, he was scared of something. That's the thing that gets me about him too is the, um, and you didn't really see this when he first came out. It wasn't until after when he, when he got to see some of the footage, um, he was freaked out about something, you know, when he came out and I don't know if it was just because he was like embarking on this massive, you know, lie, or if it was just that he was really in fear of his life, which I think it's, I think it's the lab. I think it's, I think, I think he did work there. I think that there was material there. Um, and I, but he was scared of something like that. At least that's the impression that I get. Well, he lost his security clearance because his wife was having an affair with her, uh, flight. She was learning to fly instructor. Yeah. Yeah. So she was having an affair. (laughs) So that kind of thing, I guess he was, I don't know if he had, he must've had his security clearance because he was at the, it was proven Mm -hmm. that he was at the base. But I think it got, after this happened, I think a security clearance got pulled. And then I don't know if he's threatened, like he said, or whatever. But you know, it's just yeah. I don't believe. Um, you know, I, I I don't know. I don't believe. So yeah. well, and he passed. Uh, um, I think he did two polygraph tests. I think. Yeah. Oh, he's a professional um, liar. He could pass. Yeah, and that's true. And that and that goes into you the know? whole Roswell that show is that. Um, and and I've taken a voice stress analyzer, and I think that they are effective. But I think they can also be fooled. You know, yeah. if, if you got somebody that's uh, um, sociopathic, you know, capabilities or, um, you know, that they can fool one of those systems. But I don't know how the AI um, in that show, I think it, it's taking, you know, a lot of information on like, you know, how do you, how your face contorts and things like that with different emotions and yeah. when you're telling stories and stuff like that. So I think there's some validity to it. I don't think it's perfect. I think it's probably foolable. Or fallible, but yeah. I think it's also at the same time. I think it, um, it, it. I think it's another tool in the, you know, to to be able to look at these things and see these people. And and, and in that particular case with that show, there's more that, you know, there was only a couple where you know they came out and said, well, yeah, this is we, you know, don't think that this is a true or accurate, which was interesting because those a lot of those investigators already thought that ahead of time, you know, they were already thinking that. Um, this part of the story doesn't quite make sense, you know? Yeah. So it's, yeah. So it's, it's an interesting, it's an, both of those are just, it's the, you know, a lot of evidence and, but, but Roswell, I think was the, um, the smoking gun. I think, it, yeah. you know, caught the government with their, 
I want to say like their pants down, but it was their first um, experience, I think, to those. Well, I think it was probably mm -hmm. the first one that we've quote unquote caught them being involved in it. Yeah. Did we never? But did remember uh, Roswell? The, well, the airbase was a nuclear, yeah, um, central air base for the bombers. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these sightings, as you and I both know, or at the time, all of a sudden showed up around nuclear facilities. Or, yep. you know, we've got um, other areas. Uh, Los Alamos was another one. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was one of those where it had the, you know, we had the radar there. And the theory is they had this high-powered radar because they didn't want, they thought, any flyovers or anything mm -hmm. by the Soviets or whoever, Chinese Right. Um, they wanted to be able to pick those up. So they had an extra high, uh, unusual radar that they hadn't typically used. Mm -hmm. And it accidentally sent, I mean, this is the Aztec. I think this might be the Aztec crashes. Yeah. Um, that they, there's like five, there was like five saucers that went down. But they were right in, I mean, that the military on those, the military was a military operation. They're right there. I'm talking mm -hmm. about the ones that, why haven't we found that? You know, we got camera phones, mm -hmm. you know, they are they just not landing? I mean, they land. I mean, if you look at the latest MUFON report, there's, um, I've got it in here. I could open it up. I just got it today where mm -hmm. I get it every month, you know, the mutual UFO network. Yeah. And, you know, it says that people are, their sightings under a hundred feet. They have under a hundred feet and they've got them raided by and they go farther, farther away. Mm -hmm. Um, because the MUFON investigators, they take a report and to talk about, you yeah. know, exactly what happened, what this could possibly be. You know, mm -hmm. is it a UFO or is it not a UFO? It's just an unidentified flying object. You know? Yeah. So, or an object. It's mm -hmm. on the ground. There's some that are on the ground. Okay, so if I see, if you and I see a flying saucer and it's 100, under 100 feet away across the street here, you get your camera phone. Who doesn't have a camera phone? Yeah, I. Uh, that's true. I, I think, but I think I think if you see one, I think they either want you to see them or they're or they're having a, like problems with their craft or something. Yeah. I just think that I just think we don't have the ability to. Um, and even camera phones. I mean, as good as they are, you know, yeah. it's like a, my you know it's got a whatever hundred megapixel. Yeah. But even still, pictures are Do just. You have kind the fourteen. No. When you got. No. <laughs> no, it's an Android, but... Oh, you got um, an Android? Yeah, I got oh, an Android. One of those Android it's got a really good camera. It's, it's a Motorola, but... Um, uh, but it, I, I think that um, there's 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 some recent more recent footage of, you know, it's high-res footage of, of of these things, and, and not even being caught intentionally, you know, where you see these things zipping by, you know, a camera. Yeah. Like, there's one that's a drone footage that a guy was taking for a documentary, and you can he didn't notice it till later. You can see this thing come down and it, and it, and it alters its path. So it's not just a bug going across like this yeah. thing shoots and you can see, um, and it's going so fast. Like you're not even going to see that, you yeah. know, in most cases. So, um, I think, uh, AV Loeb was, he's talking about making, uh, tracking devices that is kind of using similar technology that the Navy's using yeah. that they use to, you know, for the, the Nimitz and all that, you know, how they captured that footage or, or even just being able to see them on radar. Um, I just don't think we have the technology yet. We can't try. We can't lock onto them. Like they were able to lock on them while they did the mm -hmm. the Navy footage. So why yeah. can't we? They're putting a lot more satellites up mm -hmm. lately. I know this is a, well, a lot of it's the Elon Musk internet 
whatever yeah he's or got the going. Starlink or something yeah like that, so yeah. everybody can have access to internet yeah um so I don't know that we should be able to utilize something to track the where are they coming okay so they came from here they went are they just flying all the time ah they're just up there right you know do yeah. they land can we tell where they're landing can we tell where they're coming from where they're going to mm-hmm. uh, we can't seem to be able to even with our level of technology now we can't seem to be able to figure that stuff out and it's yeah. it's dumb I it's, mean if, yeah it's frustrating <laughs> you know it's, it's it's dumb but uh, back to my original point is I mean we've got people. Yeah, you got it's a hundred feet away. You've got a camera phone, mm-hmm. um, like we had. You know, we have someone in the office, another person in the office, Kanani. Yeah, she saw. You know, yeah, hers was interesting. She was on the Gulf of Mexico, I think, and then mm-hmm. she literally saw. She goes, "It wasn't too close, but it was clearly." Yeah, you know, it was clearly the typical you know UFO with the disc and the mm-hmm. dome thing on top, and then it's they they were. She was fumbling. It's the typical story where they were startled by it, and every, she yeah. was fumbling. She was in the front seat. She was fumbling to get her phone, and in the meantime, it shot off. And mm-hmm. you know, but are they? You know, are they moving away? Or are they moving into a different a dimension? Dimension, yeah. yeah. Or are they a portal? You know, a wormhole, portal, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, that's kind of a theory. I say it's not the fact that we can track them. We just they're not here. They're just visiting, mm-hmm. and they're coming and going. Well, even you the know. fact that we can see them is is a uh, um, like a, I'd say a miracle in itself. I mean, if they are if they have these capabilities, um, like I've heard of people talking about. I know one of your other topics you wanted to touch on with the like alien alien abductions, yeah. but um, I've, the people will describe things where um, it sounds strange, but like a like a being in the house, but it will be almost like a two-dimensional being like it's not a three-dimensional being so if it were to turn sideways it looks like a like a sheet of paper right um so what is that all about i don't know you know i think it's the same thing with the craft i think that they have access to different dimensions i mean they could probably come in and out so they're probably they can observe us without even actually us seeing them yeah Um, and then also i think there's just there's different levels of uh, uh technology i think there's different beings that are visiting you know, I think uh, it's a lot of it's sim- based on similar anti-gravity propulsion, but at the same time, I think the, like the Roswell ship seemed um, didn't seem as advanced as some of the other craft that you get described later on. You know, it actually had uh, if you look at some of the descriptions and like that model that we were talking about. Yeah. And actually, the, and there's a photograph that was taken like a couple days before that. It was a delta shape, so it yeah. almost looked like. It's something that we could have easily today, some type of stealth technology that we could use. So it actually had fins, you know, it didn't have the, the disc shape, according to some yeah. of the witnesses. But yeah, so th- I think there's just different levels of them. But um, yeah, the tracking, I just don't think we have the infrastructure to do it. I think the, I think the military does. I think the military knows exactly what's going on. I think they can track them in, uh, in orbit. I think they can track anything that enters, you know, NORAD. I think they know exactly what's coming down. Um, the, uh, what was the one we were talking about where the... Um, and it just completely slipped my mind. Uh, the uh, the There's one where so they, many. Well, the the crash was back in the '60s. The uh, was it Pennsylvania? Um, Kecksburg. Kecksburg. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that thing came down. And that's another one where it's like you know some people say it was a Soviet satellite. Some people say it was an engine off an SR-71. But when that thing came down, the military was there like that. Yeah. They knew that that thing was coming down, and that was back in the '60s. So. You think we can just try? The reason we can't see it because they know before 
the public knows. Yeah, absolutely. There. Yeah, I think they have retrieval teams. Um, I they think never they... crash in anybody's house to where they can't possibly. And that, yeah. They're I always mean... in the middle of the desert. They're always <laughs> in the forest or in the middle of the desert. Or, or, they... or are they just shooting these things down where they want to shoot them down? Yeah. You know, that's another thing, too. It's like. And that's uh, possible. Yeah. Like I said, it's like if you see them, I think it's either they're having a, they're having problems with their ship or, you know, they want or they're like, hey, we're going to mess with these uh you know, with these little, you know, monkeys down here and see what, how they react. Yeah, to, but you know. it's weird. Yeah. So it's... the alien abduction, what do you think about the alien abductions? I mean, Barney and Betty Hill is the most believable story, yeah. I feel. That's a... I know, and you don't like, I know you don't, you don't like the Travis Walton. No, I don't. Yeah, I, I love Travis Walton. <laughs> I like the story. I yeah. love any UFO story I like. It happened like, I think it was like nine days before my birthday or something like that, that that, that, that took place. But Oh, um, no way. Yeah, it's... He, I, I think it's I think it's a real phenomenon. I think it's uh it like again I mean in fact I would say more so that in with as far as evidence I think uh, abductions are you know it's in par with the UFO phenomenon itself. There's you know there's something going on there. I think there's people out there's hoaxers, you know people that are you know just monetizing off whatever. But I think there's legitimate people. That are having experiences that, and, and, I, and I think it's occurring. Um, you know, the I don't know if you, how much you believe in the um, the hypnosis or anything like that, but um, oh, that the extra whatever, the, yeah, the bean, yeah, is um, um, hypnotizing us. Yeah. Uh, so uh, David Mack, you know, here here was this like highly respected Harvard, you know, psychologist. In fact, he was head of the Harvard, you know, psychology department, right? So he starts investigating, and kind of like um, Heineck, very similar. You got two yes. guys that are very scientifically based. You know, everything is evidence. I need, you know, the scientific method. But were just they changed their beliefs through that process. Yeah. And I find that very interesting. You know, two people that have access to a lot of resources and highly educated that would later come around to believe that something was going on with this phenomenon. And that, to me, that's very telling. You know, Bill always says, he's a scientist. He's yeah. a real scientist. And, you know, he says, the scientists just say, it's always no. Yeah. I don't, it's, they don't dream like we do. We, they don't mm -hmm. envision what could be. They just know what is. Yeah. So, but if you can get Heineck or any other, Heineck, you're like, you're right. He turned, he came mm -hmm. around, so to speak. Yeah. And, to, and I don't want to say our way of thinking because I don't know. My personal view is I don't know that I'm like you. I don't know. I want mm -hmm. to be able to put my hand on one. Yeah. But now they're kind of saying you don't want to get near them because it's, that might be a thing too where mm -hmm. it's radioactive. You never want to get yeah. near one so nobody gets – you know I mean? It might be some government information thing. Make sure you put that out there. If you see one, don't get near it because you're going to die of radiation poisoning. Well, of course they're going to say that. What else you know? are they going to say? Go, you know? So they keep putting these things out and then Congress keeps, I don't want to say keeps, but there's been several. Well, then we're going to give up this in. We're going to, you know, we're going to, everything's going to, FOIA, Freedom mm -hmm. of Information. You guys are know everything. You're going to know everything about Roswell. You're going to know everything. And then they come out with a report. It's so heavily redacted. Yeah. One of them only had one word in the middle and yeah, they you can you can watch and I, I don't have the names. I apologize. When the, when the Air Force came out back in the I want to say it was the fifties, like early fifties. Yeah, you can take what they came out and said with this recent report, and they said the same thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, there, you know something's going on, but we don't know what it is, and yeah. uh, nothing to worry about, you know, and we're going to study it. 
Well, they keep throwing these agencies, the latest one. NASA's now involved. Okay, well, it wasn't enough. Whoever was looking at it before just wasn't enough. Um, NASA probably has already, to your point from before, NASA has probably already known. mm -hmm. They track crap in space all the time. That's what they do. They've and then sen- we've got the space. <laughs> now we got the space force. Right, but they've censored photos. Forty, yeah. they were, you know, taken you know forty years ago from the probes they they sent to Mars. Yeah. Why? I mean, okay, the why? Moon. There's not like it's a military the base too. up there. It's not like it's sensitive material. There's, yeah, there's, they've only recently released photographs that were taken forty years ago. Yeah. So yeah, of course they know, you know, and they've got those same tracking systems and things like that. So I think that they're just jumping on the bandwagon of like we're going to gain, you know, a lot of public. Uh, support you know by saying yeah we're gonna you know we're gonna look into these things and they know they shut down the the iss feed all the time you know like some you'll hear one of them say yeah that thing's you know moving around out there and then it, all of a sudden the iss feeds like shut off yeah you know this is all documented stuff it's you know so i i think that you know i don't know the amount of their involvement with it or how much they know but you know and i know it's i know it's a very good cover story to kind of to pull attention away from other black projects or you know yeah. whatever but i think at this point i think we've gone beyond that i think it's you know and that's always a I theory oh well they is. can't tell you you know and they say well they they've caught these videos well they can't and they always lean back on the fact that well mm-hmm. we can't talk about how we got this photo because it would give up some secret yeah thing yeah. that we possible. use yeah you know that there was some secret method we use oh, just show us the picture okay i don't give mm-hmm. a shit how you took it you know, yeah. show us the picture. That's fine. I, you know, it doesn't say this picture was taken by blah, blah, blah. It doesn't mm-hmm. give you the identity. It does for them, but you don't have to tell us. We yeah. don't care. Yeah. I don't I, care how you shot it. I think there's a legitimate concern for, and you, you, so if you find obelisk on Mars, right, yeah. I, there's a legitimate concern that that's going to, you know, the, the, the kind of reaction that people are going to have to that. Or if the fact that the aliens come down, and they're probably sensitive to that too. It's the, yeah. uh, you know, the Star Trek, the... Um, you know, not introducing yourself to a culture that's not, you know, Yo, ready yeah, the for non, that. yeah, I, I can't non-contact, the, uh, whatever they call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think that's a legitimate concern, and I think that was a big part of Roswell. Um, not to jump back there, but no, I think fine. Roswell was. Um, I think that um, um, one of their biggest one was to keep it away from the Soviets. They didn't want you know want Soviets to know that you had something. Secondly, I think was because. You know, the majority of the United States at that time, and even arguably still to this day, the Bible Belt, you know, uh, that would change the fabric of your society in a very short period of time. And then you look at the War of the Worlds broadcast. I mean, that was just a small example of how. So I think it's not just the nefarious, you know, they're trying to hide things. I think there was really a lot of reasoning behind it. Um, But at the same time, I think at this point, I think we're kind of beyond that. I think, are they trying to wean us slowly? They're going to release it, but it almost feels like, you know how it is. Yeah. We don't want to scare us kind of like COVID. Oh God, that word. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they're slowly feeding you that information that we're going to release it, but they don't want to just come out and say, blah, Mm -hmm. it's real. We've got aliens. These are spacecraft. Right. You know, they want to just go, well, and they're slowly. I almost wonder if uh, Alizondo is not a plant. Yeah. Uh, The more they, the longer he's been out, and I know he talks about how hard this has been on his family and everything. He's had some health issues and things like that. But I almost wonder if he, because he still has a security access, like, or he still has that, you know, that title. So I almost just wonder, you know, he's the one that leaked the videos to Jeremy Corbell of the, you know, the Navy. So, yeah. 
you, you got to kind of wonder. It's like, are they kind of testing the waters? They saying, hey, we're going to release some of this information, but then then and then they pull back completely. You know, then it's just like, yeah, okay, and then you just don't hear anything for. You know, he whatever was on a UFO Garage. Have you ever listened to that? I think I have. Podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's their neighbor, I think. Though I don't, I don't oh, really? think it's like <laughs> I don't think it's like you know one of those things where he, they got him to guess i think that he's literally you know mm-hmm. hey i've come across the street and do our show yeah. so it's a weird show for him not really weird but mm-hmm. it struck me as odd that he would go and that's a prop that's our kind of below his normal yeah this is a competitor yeah. of our of this show mm-hmm. but they're really they are a good show you know and um they're more they're actually they're more entertaining it's like three of them i mm-hmm. think kind of do it in their garage yeah you know i don't know how they get that good sound i don't know it's probably a yeah robert wanted to put the panels he wanted to do it in the shed i got a shed mm-hmm. he's like you need to just do it convert your shed you know yeah. and i'm like i don't want to do it in the shed if i ever have any guests it's cold or it's hot mm-hmm. i'd have to climb and control it um, anyway so we won't we'll get off yeah. that you guys are fine your show I've... but it yeah, yeah i appreciate it i appreciate <laughs> it but it's um yeah so i don't know with the the abductions and things i'm not i'm not a big you know, I'm not a big fan of the uh, the Betty and Barney Hills abduction mm-hmm. is intriguing. Yeah, with uh, Zeta Reticuli, I always say though, you know, she drew the 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 system. Yeah. on a piece of paper like she saw it. I don't know how she would retain. She must have a photographic memory or whatever. Mm-hmm. But or it was just such a traumatic experience that it's she like burned it in yeah. her mind, and. You know, she did that. So we've got Webb. Okay, so let me just pose this to you. Now we've got the James Webb Telescope. Why can we just point this to the Zeta Reticuli system? Mm-hmm. I mean, when you be able to see if there was a planet, you know, you know how if somebody from there could see us, yeah, they would point it at us, and they would at least be able to see the planet and the fact, and you'd be able to see civilization because you'd be able to see the U.S. Yeah, like the like a, a the the um, space station does, and there's lights. You know, there's mm-hmm. you see oh, lights can, and yeah, things. they're they're telling the uh, atmospheric composition of planets uh, right yeah. now. Uh, I, I I imagine there's probably a backlog for the James for the tel- yeah, telescope. What to look at? So there's probably like a you know thousands of astro spiral galaxy. First. Yeah, astrophysicists you know that are probably waiting yeah they in, sign in up yeah they, for they that. sign up to, um, in, in pro- but. Probably have to pay. Yeah, but but yeah, you know. point it there. It's a and see if there's a planet that you know that could possibly yeah. or at least show us the or... system. I just want to pick. I'm going to take a picture. If they look at Zeta Reticuli system and they take mm-hmm. a picture, I'm printing that baby. Yeah, that because I think uh, that one keeps coming up. Yeah, Lazar's mentioned it. Um, yeah, they mentioned it. Um, yeah, and it and it and there's and there's uh, like Benny Barney Hill. There's a little. There's some evidence, like she had the the. There was a stain on her dress. Yeah, that's the been, dress. Yeah, that yeah. they've you know. And but um, I know I know you don't like uh, Travis Walton. <laughs> I know you don't like him, but his is kind of like Lazar. Bring it. Well, I mean, okay, so his is kind of like Lazar, where over time there's been some. You know, first of all, the guys have never changed their story, right? So they that's the same one story. reason why because they, they were paid. They they were offered. They were money. offered a lot. Yeah, money. And you know and they weren't rich money. people, right? Right. So, and then uh, I think I told you that they've since gone back. And if you go to the spot where he says it happened, right, you can look at the trees, and the growth rings are actually all going towards where that craft was. Okay, so 
I don't, I'm not a, uh, you know, a, a tree scientist yeah. or, you know, an arborist, arborist or whatever. Yeah. I, so <laughs> I don't know what would cause that. Um, but the, and also the tree growth I think was, uh, had, had, um, increased if I remember correctly, I might be wrong on that. Um, and then or didn't you, the radiation do something negative? I think it did something negative. Didn't it? I, I don't know, because if, if you look at like Chernobyl and these other places, um, plant life, I think, is increased. Not only that, animal life is increased in these places that would normally... They all are, are they normal? Yeah, and they're, and they're, they're studying it right now. They're saying, why is Fukushima, why are these animals thriving in this environment? Yeah. Because we always thought nuclear wasteland, it's like Mad Max, you know, or yeah. you know, something like that. So exactly. with Travis, his is kind of... So the story hasn't changed. His is very similar to, to Betty Barnhill. Now, he could have got those details from them. But at the same time, like I said, they've got those tree rings. Um, and, and, and the people that were involved, the sheriff at the time, the, you know, the, the investigator and all that, uh, the polygraph, he did not think these guys were being deceptive. So, you know, there, there is evidence to support, you know, I think in his particular case, but Betty Barnhill is, is one of the best. It's, uh, but let me throw this at you. He had cash. Yeah. He went to a place, got drunk for three days or whatever. I don't think so because And then all of a sudden showed up naked at the. At the gas station, they had well. They they tested him when he got back. So I think it was uh, Arpo or the something of aerial phenomenon. It was kind of like a MUFON type yeah. organization. Um, I think they they did a battery a test on him. Did they really? Yeah. So he wherever he was, he didn't he wasn't getting water or food. So he didn't eat for five days. Now that's not to say he wasn't running around the you know you know high on acid but they did test him for yeah but they did test him (laughs) but they did test him for drugs so drugs and and the other guys with them too i don't think any of those guys were uh i think they were tested too i think for any type of substances or anything like that so but let me throw this at you so prior to betty and barney hill there was a movie that came out that was called invaders from mars right right so if you watch that movie you could you could probably say that a lot of the things that took place um, that they described happened in this movie, including, you know, having things, you know, inserted into your neck, right. the abduction aspect of it, the beings that look kind of strange. So what's their motivation? It's just they want attention. I don't think Did I they don't, get money no. out of this. I I'm mean, just maybe. Throwing, I'm just playing know. devil's advocate. You know, I'm just saying. I've like, heard okay, that story before. Where yeah, they took it from a movie. But who's to say that that wasn't? You know, that that guy wasn't inspired by an, an encounter or something. An or, event, yeah, yeah, whoever wrote that. So, yeah, theirs is theirs is definitely the best. Um, and if you listen to their uh, hypnosis tapes, it's it's almost disturbing to listen to. Yeah. The amount of fear that you know that Barney had, like I mean, it. it freaked him out they did a you know what if they if they're making it up they did a i mean they did a bang up job of it yeah (laughs) i mean you gotta be compulsive you gotta be really be a a compulsive liar you know yeah and i tell you if i see those things i'm uh, as much as i want to sit there and have a conversation i'm moving the other way i don't want to no yeah i'm like broke no yeah so yeah it's (laughs) uh no i don't want to i'm not getting on a spaceship oh i'm just kidding you know i talk to people and they say yeah and it's interesting. I'll go off the subject a little bit, but when I I go out, I've got the car. You know, we have a card. It's got the QR code mm-hmm. and all of it, so people can find the show. And when you talk to people, there's back in the '60s, they would say you're crazy, but now mm-hmm. everybody, almost everybody I talk to, I we went yeah. to, I'll go to a, my poor, poor Debbie, because I'll ask or I'll wear I have that shirt, mm-hmm. you know, that's got the you know, per, person being beamed up into the spaceship, right. And, 
you know, they all bring it up. Mm -hmm. And, you know, oh, that's that's cool. I like your, or they say, I like your shirt. It's yeah. interesting. That's usually what happens is then I'll go to Forks, I'll go talk to him. Because I, like mm -hmm. I like to spread the word about the show, too. Because right. people will say, well, I met that guy. But um, nobody says you're crazy. They all say, yeah, mm -hmm. they'll talk. They don't You generally have any. I had the guy at the craft fair that I, you know, that I talked to. And yeah. the wife believes in Bigfoot, but never seen it. But he was saw a spacecraft in, in the 60s down where I grew up in the area, Alameda. Mm -hmm. And they were fishing, and they saw the traditional flying saucer just cruising through. Yeah. And, uh, and it, he goes, no, we're drinking or anything. I just, it was that just flying saucer just mm -hmm. cruising by over the San Francisco Bay. And, you know, you just, people now believe, you know. I don't know if they believe, but they are open Yeah. to the possibility. Well, it's now. so into our, like, uh, ingrained in our culture now, you know. Yeah. Like, you see like the you know the aliens everywhere you know there yeah. was a back in back in the you know the day i'm sure like i remember the the i was bringing these up because i my my mom got these for me and i still have these books and they're amazing the time life series then there yeah. were you know one was on ufos one was on like uh cryptids or something like that but oh that, really but that picture of the alien just uh and even to this day like she she thinks i i've <laughs> She's gonna do. Our poor no, 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 no. She's my mom's super cool, super cool. She's she's really open minded, but she she thinks it's interesting. She thinks it's funny how my reaction to to those to the 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 alien the, the traditional the traditional alien, ones, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, so she thinks you know uh, possibly that I had an experience or something like that, and but but that face I saw does that. Does she think you had like, an experience? She does. Yeah, yeah. Do you think you've had an experience? I I don't think so. I don't think so, but I have a uh, almost like a, a unrational fear of um, that the being, that, beings. that being. Yeah, yeah. There's um, like uh, the 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 book uh, uh, Whitley Strieber um, Communion. Yeah. When I saw that book, that I was it was the same reaction. It was kind of it's almost it's almost a. Didn't your family have that book? Or is that what you? No, I got it when I was younger. Okay. I can't remember somebody how I, got I it. somebody I talked to said that, like their dad had it. Yeah, no, I think I I rented it, or I think I got it from the library. But it was the same thing. It was it was almost this reaction. The only thing I can kind of compare it to is like when you see it, like somebody's got a fear of reptiles or spiders. Phobia. Yeah, a phobia. When I see that face, alien it just, phobia. Yeah, it just um, it just freaks me out. I don't know. Really, it's, it's hard to explain. Yeah, I don't think I can't think of any weird things that have happened like missing time or anything like that but so you don't something... have a mask in your bedroom like so no. you wake up in the middle of the night no. so... and that's almost why <laughs> the skinny bob the reason did that make the hair on the back of your neck go up i there's a familiarity to it, <laughs> it yeah. i'm looking at it and i'm just like because that it looks different than the traditional yeah it's that's if anybody out there is yeah is interested it's... you look up skinny bob i that is the most realistic uh -huh. If there's ever a real, and it's what I like about that mm -hmm. is that it was, it was filmed as though in the, in that era yeah. the, with a super eight or whatever they use that, mm -hmm. that, you know, the, the thing that the camera, like they use in the, in, um, like war, um, uh, war documentaries and things yeah. and with the lines going through it. I mean, if they fake that, yeah, they did a, I, I might applaud them. I'm like, yeah. You did a great job because that is so real. Mm -hmm. 
Nobody's yeah. nobody's disproved it yet. Nobody's come out to claim but it. But nobody's claiming it either. Yeah. That's interesting. Why doesn't it's weird that nobody I mean Well, it's and it's always just surrounded by weird stuff. It's like the it's obviously it was it looks like somebody filmed it with a VHS, right? Yeah. Or at least that's what people think. And then you've got the the you know, the KGB logo which was somebody I saw somebody said that that was from a TV show that Roger Moore had hosted about Soviet UFO files or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah. So, you know, it's just there's always there's always something just to kind of push you off the trail. And you're just like, OK, you want to believe. But yeah, that video, uh, whatever it is, I mean, there's some of the, the weird stuff of the thing flying around. Um, that's a little strange. But the actual yeah. the the. The head itself, there's just so much detail in it. The, uh, you know, you got the, the big head, right? But you always see the skinny neck with these things. Yeah. So unless you're wearing something that's like, you know, gravitationally keep your head from falling off your body, yeah. you know, the neck muscles are bigger. Yeah. Um, and then just, yeah, just the, the expressions and everything on it. I mean, whoever did it, you know, because that came out in 2011. And even a lot of uh, VS, VFX artists have come out and said that, you know, that this is really good. Because if you look at... Just as a comparison, look at uh, what was the movie um, uh, about the alien? Uh, God, I can't think of the name. Uh, remember, at, um, what was it about? Where they're driving around? They were driving around. They were going to like Area Fifty One, and they pick up the alien. It's uh, um, I just can't think of his name right now. Uh, yeah. But anyway, so that was a full CGI alien that's walking around. So that was around the same time that that video came out, and. They look nothing alike, even though I know that was kind of like a cartoonized version yeah. of it. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's interesting. It's that one got me. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "That's that's a that's cool what, one." That's yeah, why very yeah. familiar, <laughs> familiar sight. Yeah, and I, I I know it sounds weird, but it's just like I said, there's a reaction to that. Yeah, and, and there was a commercial that came out with that those books too, and uh, it was funny because a cousin of mine was looking at it too, and she like uh, she was a little bit younger than me. And I was at my grandmother's house, and that commercial came on, and she like she like ran the other to the other room, and I'm just like, what are you you know what are you doing? And she's you like, that thing like that freaked time. me out. That was probably it's back in the '80s, so I was probably maybe God, 12, 13 ish, eleven, twelve, thirteen ish. I'd have oh, really? to yeah, I'd have to check see what that's old. So it just freaked her out. Huh? Did yeah. you ever say, well, what what's the problem? No, she just said it freaked her out. Oh, it was okay. just that image, you know, just that. Yeah. Did you hang out together when you were younger? Would you have been somewhere where the two of you were together and something would have happened? Did you go in the woods and go no, camping? No, not really. Go... I mean, we, just the family, you know, yeah. picnics and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So get-togethers. Um, yeah. yeah, it's... So, it's just strange. strange. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's bizarre. The now end. people are going to think I'm nuts. Well, no, it's... <laughs> well, you... It, Luckily, we're able. I would never do this. Yeah. You know, I mean, I value my reputation. I mean, this isn't mm -hmm. anything too crazy. We've got another guy um, at work that wants to come on. I don't know if I told you, Elder. Elder's coming on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And which was that kind of struck me as I don't even know how he found out. Oh, mm -hmm. probably saw that because I got the mouse pads and crap. Over. Yeah. Um, so he's going to come on. He wants to do the same thing. He just wants to talk about the generality mm -hmm. of the subject. You know what? He's got a strong belief, and see, they see him in Mexico. Mexico's kind of a hot oh, spot yeah, for huge. him. Yeah. You know, for for whatever reason. So, um, you know, I'm looking forward to having him on too. That's going to be interesting. I had no idea he was interested. Yeah. No yeah, idea. he's huge. When, oh, when can I go? When can I go? Yeah. So we'll do that. This is a good start because now I can get him up here and do mm -hmm. the same. I arranged everything so I can, you know, do it with two people. Um, 
And I can do it also with Bill. We can beam Bill in. Beam's out. Bill's out. We thought it was the hurricane was going to hit him a little harder. Mm-hmm. Luckily, it skirted him. They just got rain. And my sister got hammered, though, man. Yeah, that's he what you're saying. Really good. Got hammered. Um, but, you know, basically, that's, you know, I've never had the experience. I just always thought, you know, are they here? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. You know, so that's interesting that, you know, you have that that phobia of, of that image yeah, it's weird it's uh yeah i don't very okay. similar so area 51 doug have you heard of the dugway proving ground that mm-hmm. where they you know they think it's 600 it's the size of rhode island or something though the military base yeah yeah i it's mean a, it's that that one's only kind of recently i've heard more about that um, I think that's probably most likely the new Area 51. I think that that's where... Um, Someone else just came out um, about that, where they said that that's where they're keeping the... That's where they're keeping the Roswell stuff, mm-hmm. is Dugway. Um, and, you know, that that would make sense. I mean, it's, it's big enough where... I looked at it on Google, and on Google Earth, and it's... It's possible that um, it's possible that that could be the uh, that could be the Holy Grail, but you'd never find it there. Holy mm-hmm. crap! It's gigantic. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Have you seen the those photos of those big like beams shooting out of? Uh... Yeah. There's a. Um... I think DARPA does a lot of stuff there. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Get Max. <laughs> it's Maxwell. They're back. Awesome. I didn't hear any jets. I'm kind of disappointed. It's eleven twenty and the air show's in town and I haven't haven't heard anything. Um yeah, that, that one um so if you you know, you hear people talk about it, there's like a triangle, an underground triangle between like New Mexico, Utah, Nevada. Right. People talk about these underground bases. I don't know. I did see, I remember I saw one show one time, and you got to be careful with the shows because they're just, you know, they're entertainment yeah. value. But but they did find, I wanted, I think it was UFO Hunters, if I remember correctly, and they did find a weird vent in the middle of New Mexico, like out in the desert. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's camouflaged. And then they got all these weird, uh, the spotting towers. I don't know if you've ever seen those in random places out in yeah, New yeah. Mexico. And yeah. It's like, what's this for? It, they almost look like the hunting... Uh, yeah. Blinds or whatever they yeah. call those, yeah. It's there's a bunch of those that are around, those but they're obviously stands. you could tell that they're uh, they were built by you know probably the military, like they just have that kind of structured feel to them, right? Yeah. So uh, and then the the Denver airport. I mean, there's no shortage of topics, but yeah. the Denver airport, the weirdness with that, you know, all the weird construction that went into that, and all the side construction that supposedly took place because that's connected to something. Yeah, they said it was like or, billions more. I don't want to say yeah. billions, which is, it would cost a lot more than it was supposed yeah. to. And it's like they dug down deeper and did all kinds of weird. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't, I don't doubt it. I think Dugway's uh that's uh I think they yeah, test I really a lot. Yeah, I want to dig into the dig into Dugway. Yeah, and it's weird because it's kind of in a populated area, so it's yeah. you know kind of a weird spot. All right, but, we're gonna wrap it up. We're just about an hour. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of the Alien Probe Podcast. We welcome comments, questions, or requests to alienprobepodcast at gmail.com. Visit us on Facebook. Check out our website, alienprobe.net, Twitter, and Instagram at alienprobepod. Like and subscribe. 
to YouTube at Alien Probe Podcast. It's going to jump right to the top if you punch that in. Thanks to our senior producer, the the uh, the traveling Robert Anthony. Thanks, Corey. Thanks for joining in. Thanks for having me on. And we will see you next week.